Welcome to the Twinsler Podcast. I'm Katie Winsler. And I am Courtney Legall, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler Twins, so people affectionately call us the Twinslers. On today's pod, we're talking some sports topics, getting into a little bit of the NCAA. We've got some pop culture, Kanye documentary, Love is Blind finale. We'll be doubling down on the weird time we're in. And then finally rounding it out with our spot of the week. Okay, it's been two weeks. We said it was going to be two weeks. <laughs> Took another break. <laughs> so uh, we are back. Katie, what have you been up to in those last two weeks? Okay, so one of the highlights for me was, you know how last time I was very upset that I didn't get into the half marathon. Mm-hmm. So I had emailed them and said, hey, there has to be an extra way. And it turns out I said there wasn't, but there was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a wait list, and then basically they were like, hey, we're going to open up a few hundred more spots, but it's going to be, um, you're not going to get medals and shirts that have to do with this race. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to get like, like a, an old one. Yeah. <laughs> like, 20, like a 2012 San Diego. Yeah. Half marathon. I was like, that's kind of cooler. So <laughs> I'm officially in the race. Okay. And I learned that Liz is officially in the race too. Oh really? So I will have a friend in the race. That's so funny. Yeah. You guys didn't talk about it at all? No. So we went to brunch yesterday and I was like, I'm running the half marathon. She said, me too. Is she running it uh, in 2022 or is she running it in she's, 2012? She's a 2022 right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's here. Um, I'm just in the past. But yeah, I'm excited about that. I feel motivated again. Excellent. Yeah, you only have like two and a half weeks? Yeah. <laughs> coming in hot yes uh and then grant and i did that weekend getaway which is why didn't we didn't record on sunday we went to lake arrowhead yes and it was magical was it yeah it was so nice was there snow on the ground yes there was that was probably my favorite part is we had we were in like this condo and then it had this back trail area that we walked on and then there was a sledding hill that it opened up to and we just let the dogs off leash and they were Psychos, <laughs> just excited about it all. Yeah, I was like, I hope Molly comes back. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> ask you because she's never done anything off leash before. I mean, just besides the dog park. Yeah, and she didn't want to come back. Like, yeah. we had to. She's so fast. Yeah, Grant had to snag her, and it was funny. Um, and then yeah, it was just really nice. It's only it only took us two hours to get home. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not too long of a drive. No, traffic wasn't bad or anything. Not at all. Pretty easy. A dream getaway. Yeah, nice. And they have this cute little village that we walked around. And is it a lake that you can like actually swim in, or is it one of those California lakes where it's like let's give it ten dollars and then you can have access yeah. for the day? Well, it's like one is too cold right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just mean like if you were gonna make a summer trip. No, it's a private lake. Okay. Uh, but I and so you need like a pass to get in. But with the Airbnbs, usually they do have a pass. So we had a pass, mm. um, but we did try to use it to get in to walk around the lake, and it didn't work. <laughs> you guys did not look like locals, I guess. No, we didn't make it, but it was still wonderful. And then the last thing is my car tried to blow up yesterday. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> How long have you had Pearl? Uh, I don't know. I got her in 2013. Okay. Yeah. Nine so years. We've been together for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I maintain her. Like, I don't know. I do. What do you mean? How often do you get her serviced? I often. Remember and when I was in La Mesa living with you, I, like, put, like, $2,500 in that one day for them to... I don't even know what they did to it. <laughs> I know. That's the worst part about cars. Yeah. And then I get the oil change regularly. It's good. Um, but, yeah, so I pulled into a parking lot and... 
right as I got in, thankfully, because I went to La Jolla, which is a 20-minute drive from here. So luckily, this happened on a freeway. Yeah. But as I pulled up, like, just white smoke from both spilling from both sides of the car. It's, like, making noise. Yeah, I was freaked out. And you were in the car by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to stop and bail, but I was like, no, just make it to a parking spot. So when I did, I called dad, because that's what you do when there's something wrong with your car. You call your dad. And um, he was like, okay, well, because it's white smoke, it's probably not, like, oil burn up kind of stuff it's probably steam uh so it probably has to do with your radiator fluid and um he was like okay just let it rest i was like oh don't worry i've by this point i bailed on the car and i am <laughs> on the way to brunch yeah but i got back i popped the hood open and uh, my radiator hose i like, just totally detached and so there was fluid everywhere uh but luckily i like muscled it on enough and then our friend Liz was there with me. She just followed me to uh, like a oil change place. And I pull up and it's so busy. There's probably like 20 cars in line. And I pull up to this one parking spot and I get out and I just look distraught and this man runs up and he's like, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, and he literally just went to his car, got his toolkit and fixed it all for me. And then I bought some fluid and he just like topped it all off for me. And that was it. That's so nice. Didn't charge you anything. Just let you on your way yeah I mean I was I didn't ask if he was gonna charge me <laughs> mom was like you should have paid that man and I was like I didn't have any cash on me I'm sorry oh uh, I just walked away yeah he, I mean he was like a 25 year old kid he yeah. was excited that Liz and I pulled up yeah I think just and he just like place. yeah anyways that was my week are you doing some ASMR with a coffee pour right now I don't think you can hear it it's my french press hold on you can't hear that but you could hear the pour like into the coffee oh oh yeah okay saying. here here's my french press ready That was a good pour. That was a good pour. Oh, oh, oh you're going to spill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, heavy handed there. All right. How was your, your week? Your two weeks? Well, Kyle and I have reinstated Friday night date nights, mm-hmm. which we're doing now oh, alternating. He gets to choose one and I get to choose one. Uh-huh. Let me take a sip of water. Oh, um, yeah. That's a weak cup of coffee, by the way. I did not do that right. <laughs> and so this was his turn to pick. Uh-huh. And he just catered it to me and... Ooh. It was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. We went to sushi, downtown La Mesa, and you had to walk through a farmer's market nice. to get to the sushi. Yeah, that's great. And while we were sitting at the sushi, they played like four Justin Bieber songs. <laughs> and at this point in my life, I'm just not even ashamed to say that I love Justin Bieber's that's music. Right. And while we're sitting there, a basket full of golden retriever puppies goes by. <gasps> and we got to pet them. Wow. So it, was like, <laughs> it was a really good day. Somebody's had a basket of... Golden Retriever. They just had like a, a wagon full of Golden Retriever puppies. They're like, we don't know if we're going to keep them yet or something. Like, you're going to keep six Golden Retriever puppies? And they were like freshies. They were they were little guys. You didn't walk away with one? No, I didn't. I, I'm not ready for that commitment right now. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty much a dream date night for, him, for me. And I don't know how to top it for him. So, got to figure that mm-hmm. out. Um, and then last night, we went to Garth Brooks. Yes. At Petco Park. It's your second time seeing Garth Brooks. It's my second time seeing Garth Brooks. It was, he's doing a stadium tour right now, uh-huh. and that was the biggest event ever at Petco Park. What? Mm-hmm. In the history of Petco Park. There was 55,000 people. Just like complete sellout? They've never complete done sellout, before? and then his Extra stage seating. was like in the middle, like where the pitcher's mound would be, maybe a little further back. And they sold, like, seats up to it, mm-hmm. so there was extra seating available. Was there, like, standing, or is this all sit- seating? There were people that, like, went down and stood kind of behind the standing, 
or behind the chairs, but it was okay. it was designed to be seated. everybody had a seat. Gotcha. So uh, we've seen him twice, like you said. First time, I remember my takeaway was just the energy was absolutely insane. Yeah, you said it was the best concert you've ever been to. He's just such a showman. Yeah. We went in, it was in an indoor facility. Mm-hmm. So I, this one was an outdoor. And I didn't realize how much the acoustics would affect things. Oh, interesting. Because I couldn't, I couldn't feel the music or anything. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was, it was kind of, felt like it was playing in the distance. And we didn't have bad seats. Yeah. So this time it was like, yeah, that was a good concert. But, like, seeing him at an indoor arena was a great concert. Gotcha. So, it was still a really, really good show. One thing I'll say, being pregnant at a concert yeah. is a superpower. Yeah. Superpower. People the just... line for the bathroom, like, wrapped around uh-huh. for the girls. And I got in line, and my belly's sticking out. I was just holding it. And I had, like, 15 ladies in front of me at this point. And they were like, no, we've been pregnant before. Like, we, we know how this is. So Go nice. to the front of the line. And I was like, oh, no. You know, this is more cautionary than emergency, so I'll wait my turn and everything because I do believe in catacomba stuff. Yeah. So I, was, I waited. That's so sweet. But then, like, ladies just kept coming out of the bathroom, like, you're so cute. Are you excited? Aww. And, like, everybody was so nice to me. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. How is little Garth? <laughs> it's, it's not his name. No? No. Okay. We're probably not going to call him Garth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a great concert. Good people. I mean, we had a great crew. And it's nice to not be hungover this morning. Oh, yeah. You were DD. Mm-hmm. Parking. How'd that work out for you? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been, like, I spent, like, six days researching parking. You, you were literally texting me about what you were going to do for parking. I know. Like, last week. Yeah, because not only was it Garth, but there's the Cross Festival. Mm-hmm. CRSSD, I think yeah, it's Cross. Cross. Yeah. It's down on the waterfront. Yeah. So just parking we knew was going to be insane. And it was, like, you could go into a garage and it was going to be $75 yeah. easy for the three-hour concert or whatever, which would have been fine because we had a crew split it, split it up. Right. But still, you're just thinking of all the different places. So our friend Mikey came in clutch, and he was like, drive my car. It can fit more people than your car. And he said, one of my friends lives a quarter mile from the stadium in an underground parking that's reserved. Oh, nice. Just, we'll go up, we'll get his pass, and then we'll park down there. That's amazing. It was perfect. <laughs> it was ideal. It was just far enough that, like, when you were leaving the parking garage, you didn't, you weren't around everybody like walking out, leaving the concert. Yeah. It was just, it was so prime. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. one of my favorite parts of the concert. <laughs> With cross happening. Yeah. It's like, I mean, from our house. You oh, can, like, yeah. Can you hear see me? it pretty much? Yeah. It's, it's not enough that it like, we couldn't sleep by any means, but yeah. we were sitting there watching movies. movie. I was like, I can't believe we can actually hear this right now. Yeah, and, it's close. Yeah. And then it also brings in people like there's airbnbs around here so it brings in that like crew so then you hear like all these parties and people like going late into the night with like that just (laughs) i honestly don't think i could stand like an hour at one of those concerts oh i 100 percent could not it would drive me nuts yeah although today uh an artist cautious clay is playing out there that i really like it's not that kind of music it's a little more mellow Mm -hmm. like r&b type stuff um, I was thinking of just walking down the water because you could hear yeah. it right there. <laughs> you have access the whole way. Yeah. That's super nice. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I can't do techno. No. Like, is, isn't that like clubhouse music? Is it techno? Music? Is it like house music? Yeah. Or whatever. I just remember going to a club with you and being like, I don't want to be here. But then like it builds up and then it drops. And yeah. you're like, okay, dude, dude. And you're like, why am I here? <laughs> and then it starts building again and then it drops. Yeah. So like I can stand it, but uh, not my first place to go. Yeah. Well, should we get into some topics? Sure. 
Um, okay, so I actually kind of have like heavy on the sports this time. Okay. Uh, so Coach K for Duke, it was his last home game of a 42-year career. Long career. Yeah, they were played against North Carolina. Don't look at the notes. How much do you think, if you, have you already looked at the notes? I haven't. Okay. How much do you think an average ticket at Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is Duke, cost for this game? Well, you're making it seem like a lot. What? So I'm going to say 500. No. How much? 10 times that. What? <laughs> 5,000? That was the average ticket price. My math is amazing. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And the thing is, there's reasons. One, I mean, he's the winningest coach ever. Um, also, it's actually a pretty small stadium. It has 9.3 thousand seats. So it's kind of like a big high school, not a college. Yeah. It's not, not a lot of people. Um, and they invited everybody who's ever coached. Oh. 208 players wow. were invited. So you've, you're going to have like... What a night for him. Big names. Yeah. The only thing that sucked... For him, is it lost? Yeah, that does suck. But to be surrounded by all those people and everything kind of offsets it. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the players and people were disappointed, but um, he was kind of like, "Hey, like I'm." He's honestly, I was reading articles and he was like, "I'm actually a little relieved that all of this is over because it's kind of been like he's on a farewell tour because mm-hmm. it's not just like this last home game. It's every time like his last game at." North Carolina, his yeah. last game at all these different places. Like, so he's not he's done. Honored. He still has his tournament still. The tournament, but that was like his last league, like home game. Yeah, yeah, in season, season game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is a lot of pressure, right? I just, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, and, and he was like, I just wanted a good season without having to worry about recruiting or anything, just like coaching and going out and playing. But I don't know much about the man. I just was like shocked that it was five thousand dollars a ticket. No. That's like that's higher than Super Bowl ticket prices. Crazy. That is crazy. A very a very beloved man. <laughs> a very beloved man. <laughs> very beloved man. <laughs> um, so speaking of college basketball. Yes. March Madness is kicking off on the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Are you a big March Madness guy? Not a big one. Um, I watch kind of peripherally, I mm-hmm. suppose. Like, I'll make a bracket, yeah, and then just see, it, like, it busts and everything like that. But I, I'm not like, oh, I have to watch this game versus this game, this game. I know it's going to be different for you this year. Why? Because you, I imagine Grant really likes... Not well, a college not a guy. College, yeah, okay. Yeah, not a college sports guy. I know he's much. a big sports guy, so yeah. I just figured maybe. Nope. Okay. Um, so when you're doing a bracket, are you doing it, like, just, you're doing, like, an ESPN just for it, or are you doing, like office pool like with your friends because I know your friends are like pretty intense when it comes to that kind of stuff we've never done brackets together mm. I suppose we could someone would have to organize it but no I've, I've always just done like ESPN and see what happens yeah how about you uh I, I usually get into an office one I feel like if there's not an office one going then I usually kick it off you used to do pup madness bark yeah, madness bark madness that was my favorite was I would like, get deep into bark madness <laughs> yeah so when I uh, actually, first started working at Amazon because um, I worked in the pets department, and my buddy and I were like the social chairs, and we created like a bracket of all the different dog treats because and, people brought their dogs to the office. Yeah, you could bring your dogs to the office, and so we like just made a whole bracket of all these different brands, and then we would have his dog like 
on one side of the room and then we'd have two plates on the other side of the room with the treats on it and then we'd like let the dog go and whichever one he chose is like whatever we want. So I brought that through to uh, Petco too. And Moose got to be the oh yeah the dog yeah we did the pandemic for 2020 yeah I was like posting it to my stories and everything and that was so fun because then yeah. people could vote and then it was like friends could see it too yeah that was I really fun. loved it Moose is great he had a great time yeah I forgot it I think he was a peanut butter guy yeah I think he was pumpkin oh pumpkin boy oh of course Moose yeah <laughs> you know which he's not here today that's kind of sad so March Madness I'm a fan of but Bark Madness I'm a huge fan Bark Madness was really great um, do you know how little the odds are of doing a perfect bracket, filling out a perfect bracket. I don't know. Has anybody got a perfect one? I don't think so. In the last, like, couple years? Ever. Ever. No. Well, somebody has a perfect bracket at one point. Well, okay, listen to the odds, though. The odds of getting filling out a perfect bracket are lower than getting struck by lightning, winning the lottery, and finding a boa constrictor in your pipes all in one day. That seems... One in 9.2 quatillion. Okay. <laughs> you can fact check that. Now. Oh, no, I'm just going to have to Google now. If, has anybody ever gotten that. a perfect bracket? Yeah. So I read a couple different, like, articles. This one is coming from a place called bestschools.org. You know what? We're featured on them, so I, I'll call them legit. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, I was surprised, too. I was like, how is, how is that possible that people aren't getting a perfect bracket? Are you finding nobody has ever had a perfect March Madness bracket? <laughs> Isn't that nuts? This is blowing my mind. Like you go into, I personally when I go into a thing, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. This yeah. is great. Like I can guess all of this. Wow. No. Yeah. That's wild, right? Let's see. What's the closest anyone has ever gotten to a perfect bracket? Closest anyone has come to an absolute perfection came in 2019 when a neuropsychologist <laughs> from Ohio <laughs> took the perfect bracket through 50 games. The previous record was only 36 games. It's like 63 games or something? I don't know how many games. But 50 games is the record, people, if you're thinking you're going to have a perfect bracket. Apparently, <laughs> it's like kind of a wild. Kind of impossible. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. It don't feel so bad now when mine busts. Yeah. Um, I got some fast facts. Okay. Hit it. Hit me. Well, I'm not going to say them that fast because I have to read them. But um, offices, businesses... Lose about $1.9 billion an hour during, like, as a whole during they, March. Because people are watching the games. People are watching the game. They're tied in with brackets. They're, like, not productive. Um, UCLA has the most wins in the tournament. Guess how many? I don't know how long they've been in the tournament. <laughs> I feel like there's been, like, 70-plus tournaments. How many wins do they have? I, I, don't, even have, I don't have a ballpark because I have... 11. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I have no frame of reference here. Okay, well, was, guess what the lowest seed ever to win was. I guess, yeah, lowest seed. I'll say 12? 8. Ooh. No one above 8 has ever won the tournament. And that was Villanova. Um, okay, I'm just going to have you guess all these things. <laughs> um, guess the most points a player has scored. A single player. In a game. Not in the tournament as a whole, but in, in a the game. game. Yeah. Um, LeBron scored 56 last night. Uh-huh. Don't. <laughs> so I'm going to say 64. Ooh, that was actually kind of close. It was kind of close. Uh, 61 points. There you go. Yeah. So Austin, I've got my wings. <laughs> Austin Carr for Notre Dame versus Ohio. All right. Um, and then this one's not a guessing one, but all four number one 
final four, wait, pick, all four yeah. number ones have only made it to the final four once. What do you mean all four? Like there's four number one seeds in the tournament. Oh, so are like, there? All I thought of, there was one number one seed. I don't know much about this tournament, it turns out. I thought there was one number one seed. Number or would there be four number ones? Because there's like two, there's like divisions. Okay. There's divisions. Okay. And then you get to the final four. Mm-hmm. So there's like a one in each division. Mm. I didn't know there was a one per division. Burp. Yeah. Um, so that was in 2008. It was Kansas, Memphis, North Carolina, and UCLA. All right. One last, one last fact. Yeah. Um, okay, actually, guess. Um, how many barrels of beer do you think are produced during the turn? Like, for the turn of our drink. Is a barrel like a keg? It's a barrel of beer. Yeah, I'm just thinking that as I saw that. I'm assuming it's a keg. I'm assuming it's a keg. Are produced during the tournament? Are, like, consumed during the tournament. 750,000. Oh. Don't don't judge my guesses. 17 to 18 million. Okay, I wasn't even a little (laughs) close. Pizza um, sales go up by 19% in the month of March. Nice. I want you right now oh. to pick a team that you think is going to win. Okay, see, I need like a <laughs> list of the teams. <laughs> I have no idea here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick, I don't even know how they are this year, but I'm going to say Gonzaga to I, win. Zags are always like on the list. I wish you Zags. You say Zags to win? Yeah, I wish you Zags or Kansas. But Kansas yeah. screwed me over the last year. Kansas too. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool. Up, obviously, after everything you told me to see Duke do well. Wow. Um, and I think Kelly Carson's a big fan, so that obviously makes me feel better. Yeah, she actually like met him. Yeah. So I'll say Duke, or I'll say uh, UMBC. You're just making these up. You're just no. the Golden Retriever. Yeah, because <laughs> their mascot's the Golden Retriever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they made it far once. So those are those are my picks this year, guys. If you're if you're putting money on it, <laughs> here we are. Um, the four divisions of the tournament. Yeah. Are, by the way, are the West, the East, the Midwest, and the South. Okay. So there are one season each one of those. I'm just looking at a bracket right now. So. Yeah. Well, excellent March Madness facts. I'm excited now. Thank you so much. Um, so you're not like planning on watching any of it, really. If, it, if it's on, I'll see it. What about San Diego? Are you? Is that like a rival for is you? Is SDSU in it? Usually. Really? Yeah. I don't. I didn't even know they like qualified. Were they in it last year? Okay. Now I have to check this, but I'm pretty sure last year was like exciting because we had. I mean, yeah. Any anytime I see San Diego in there, of course I'll. Yeah. I'll root for San Diego. I think they like. I thought they had like a perfect season, and then they like March Madness got canceled, and they couldn't make it in or something. It was like right when they were doing amazing. Is the season that COVID. Took everything. Um, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if SDSU's in there, heck yeah. They're right by my house. <laughs> yeah, they were a number six seed last year. Okay, yeah. Then I'll also put SDSU on my list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, moving on, it looks like you have the topic here. Yeah. Um, WNBA All-Star Brittany, is it Griner? Griner, yeah. She's arrested in Russia last month at the Moscow airport because they searched her luggage and she had a vape pen and vape cartridges. Yeah. 
And so she's been detained they sent for her smuggling drugs. Yeah, she's been detained for almost a month, and I feel like we're just hearing about it right now. Well, yeah, because now what they're saying is that they think Putin's going to use her yeah. as a hostage. Yeah, so she she can spend five to ten years in Russia if she's charged for this Dude, drug smuggling. I feel like we've been having to bail people out of Russia a lot in the last like two years, and maybe we just don't go there. Yeah, well, she did because you. Make a lot of money playing basketball in Russia. Well, that's what I feel like. What, I feel like it's been basketball players that we've been trying to bail out. Which just like let's. How about we pay them in the states and then we don't have to pay ransom? Yeah, I mean it's, it's a concept. It's a concept. Seems like a, a workaround, but I just can't imagine like being detained in Russia, being stuck in Russia, but especially during a time of war, especially when like resources are getting depleted and the economy is crashing. Facing five to ten years for a vape pen. A vape pen. Yeah. Kids, this is a lesson. Don't vape. Don't vape. It's not Brittany's fault. It's not Brittany's fault. But don't vape. <laughs> if there's anything we learned from this, yeah. don't vape. Don't vape. Are you are you what if what if little Clyde is a vapor? What are you gonna do? He's not gonna be a vapor. <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes home and he's like if he comes home from college and he vapes? What if you catch him with a vape pen? So I take it. <laughs> Can I say you don't do this? Because when he's in our house, he'll be sub eighteen, and it'll be illegal. <laughs> Anyways, you can just say, "Hey, yeah, you're not a vapor." For sure. I yeah. heard it's just a big issue with the kids. Okay, so well, like he won't be a vapor. That's good. That's good. Good parenting. You're off to a good start. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, thank you. <laughs> His name's not Clyde, by the way. Ah, uh, okay. Dennis. And into pop culture, popular culture. Uh huh. It's Kanye documentary. Did you watch it? I haven't because I don't want him to have my streams. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's a three-part series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I did watch it. And I thought it was important. Okay. thought it was important because I do think we have a very specific narrative towards Kanye right now. And that is we see his crazy actions and he is definitely doing some things, which I will talk about, that you're like, okay, this is not at all, like, permissible. Is that, a, is that the word I would use for this? Like, like you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Those actions are not okay. Um, I can't wait to hear how you defend this. (laughs) The man has mental illness. Mm -hmm. He is bipolar, and they go over that in the documentary. And you see in the documentary, like, I granted, this documentary is made by his team. It's very much like... As most documentaries are one-sided. Yes, it's called... I love love documentaries, but they're one-sided. It's literally called Genius. Yeah. Like, there are things about it that I very much realize... But there are elements of it where you see Kanye as, like, a young kid making some of the best music around. He's literally going, like, to record labels, and he's just going from room to room, like, playing through the... Or not through the wire, what songs... He's playing just, like, songs for, like, the secretary, for other people, just trying to get somebody to listen to it. And it's really cool to see that. He's a very talented producer. He made, like, Jay-Z's Blueprint. He's, like, actually doing a lot of really cool music. Um... And so you see, like, this kid who's really hustling, and you see, like, his relationship with his mom, Donda, who is just everything to him. She is the sweetest lady. She's amazing. I loved her. Yeah, we loved that song, Hey Mama. Yeah, mm-hmm. loved it. And there's an adorable scene of him, like, playing it for her. They're in the kitchen. They're singing. It's so cute. You see him lose her, and that is, like, a huge mental block for him. Like, I don't think he really had a relationship with his dad. He has this woman who's just absolutely been there to support him and love him. 
he loses her. She died from complications from plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was, like, not even expected. Mm -hmm. And then um, you see him just, like, take off and just get really, really famous. By the way, I wasn't yucking plastic surgery. I was yucking the circumstance. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And then you see, like, the whole... Not totally, but you see, like, some of the Kim stuff and just him in the limelight. And then you see him go off the deep end. And there's even a part in it where you have him sitting at, like, this place in, honestly, Costa Rica or something like that. He's sitting outside talking with these people who are, like, business partners. And you kind of see him go into, like, levels of, like, a rant. And you see him having, like, a bipolar episode. And he's even talking about it, like, being bipolar. And the guy who's filming is, like, at this point, I shut off the camera because it felt disrespectful to him. So I just thought, through watching all of this, I was like, Yes, I totally disagree with so many of Kanye's actions. But I do think it's really important to have this, to be able to see this other side of it, that we have this narrative that this person is like a psycho. And it's so easy to write him off and like watch all of his social media and see all the crazy things he's doing. Like it's a whole show. But there's, I think we just see people as like one layer where it's so much more to this person that it's like... When we see Kanye, we don't see him as a person. We see him as a character. And so I, it's just like interesting to see how a person gets there. So I thought it was important that it's not just, oh, Kanye being Kanye in this documentary. No, it was actually getting to see another side. Yeah, I just, just get people around him that help him with stuff. Because like, he posted on social media some pretty like terrible things that really kicked off him and Kim's divorce. divorce. Yeah, I don't they don't really go into like his team and who's watching his social media and stuff. Cuz I, I think he should have obviously some freedom, but I don't think he should be able to say some of the things he said on such a public forum. For sure. He has a mental illness, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Like he yeah, I guess I mean, social media wasn't made with mental illness in mind, and it's one of the biggest detriments to yeah, mental illness is because you have so much access to people just polarizing and their thoughts and their opinions and he has just so much access like people care what I say it says one thing and so I'm going to say millions whatever. of people in a second see it and everybody's talking about it mm-hmm. so so one thing that he did recently that I is not okay yeah did you see the Pete Davidson music I didn't video? see the video but like I, I saw a bunch of tweets about it and I'm like so he this is my understanding yeah it's in his new music video he, it's like claymation, mm-hmm. and he buries Pete alive. Yeah. And Pete Davidson, as we've talked about from the beginning of this podcast, is officially dating Kim Kardashian. He's now officially ex-wife. Kanye's official ex-wife. Yes. Yes. Like, they're officially divorced. Yes. Molly is upset about Molly's this. Molly's not thrilled. Um, yeah, so he kidnaps him, puts a bag, this is all claymation, puts a bag over his head. And it head. looks like Pete. Yes. You, you very obviously know Very Pete. obviously Pete. He ties him up on the back of an ATV, and then he buries him alive. Um, And then at the end of the video, too, it says, everyone lived happily ever after except Skeet, which is the nickname that he calls uh, Pete. So, not okay. It's like, it's eerie. It's creepy. Yeah. You've got to watch this. And he's talked about taking Pete out before, and you're like, okay, it's it's just talk. Yeah. He can say it's just talk, but that's threatening. That's a threat on someone's life to make a music video about killing them. Yeah. And you, you I can't mean, say that's art. You can't. And, and it's like, he has followers. He has people that support him and stuff. And you're like sitting here saying, this man has stolen my life. He's like 
doing all this stuff. He's terrible. And all he did was start dating Kim amicably. Like, yeah. Your ex-wife like that you cheated other. on. Like, yeah. Your ex-wife that you cheated on tweeted terrible things, which I don't want to repeat, about your kids and yeah. everything. And like, you lost her. She didn't leave you for Pete. And I think that woman stayed with him way longer than she should have. There were so many things that she, like, stood behind him Mm -hmm. and, like, supported him through thick and thin. I'll give up to the Kardashians as they are some of the most loyal (laughs) partners you could ever... I mean, I don't know them day to day, but, like, watching Chloe and Lamar. Oh, my gosh. She loved him till, like, you just physically couldn't anymore. Same with Tristan. Yeah. So... Just keeps on... Kicking her butt. They are ride or dies, yeah. and the guys keep killing them, and then they get the reputation that they're yeah. killing the guys. It's crazy. It's brutal. All right, well, maybe I'll give it a look, but I'm still on the fence with it. I, I think I think you'll like... I think you'll like it. I mean, it's, it was... We were jazzed to see the early Kanye and listen to yeah, the music. Yeah, I love College Dropout. Yes. I loved his early albums. I really did. Yeah, and it's, it's really fun to see the process of him making those songs, and then... Uh, it was so funny. After we watched it, um, we listened to it on the drive up to Lake Arrowhead. We just like, listened to all old Kanye music. That was the most streamed. He was the most streamed artist on Spotify that day, just because everybody's doing the same exact thing. They're going back and listening to old Kanye. I bet. Yeah, he had good music. I'll give that to him, but I don't like who he's being right now. For sure. There's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, talking about having no awareness. Uh-huh. Love is Blind finale. <laughs> Did you watch it? The, are you talking about the, like, the reunion special so or the, the weddings? Yeah. You saw everybody that ended up with each other yes. and then there was a reunion. Okay, I didn't see the reunion, but I saw the like the weddings and that was all shocking. Yeah. If well, you haven't thought, watched it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about the finale. Yeah, so, so if you haven't watched it. Mom, then, skip over if you haven't seen Mom, it Mom, I Dad, like, if you haven't, just, just, just skip, skip over this part. part. Just, just give it five minutes. Um, anyways. Yes. I did see it, and I was shocked about who said no to who at the altar. Like the, I'm gonna be so bad with names, but so Deep Dean Shake. I think well, well, the Deep Dean Shake first. Deep Dean Shake. Um, I was surprised that she was the one that said no, but I was so jazzed for her. So I've learned since that there was a lot more that went on, like behind the scenes. Just him being a jerk. He just said, you know, so she lost like a seventy lot pounds or something. Yeah. And he had made comments, I don't know if directly to her or to other people, but he had made comments about, like, her excess skin and how her body should be studied and it's so weird. Oh, my god! Yeah, like, just terrible, terrible things. And he's just a bad guy. So, uh, Jarrett and Shane actually came to her off camera and were like, don't do this. Don't do this. Really? Yeah. Reveal that in the... In the reunion. Reunion? Yeah. Like, don't, don't marry this guy. Oh, my god! So, when you know all that, you're like... Okay, well, it's not surprising that she said no at the altar. Yeah. But the way that it was edited, I didn't expect her to. Yeah. Because she seemed like she was just like, yeah, let's just make this work. Yeah, and then she left, and then he was like, all right, whatever. Well, at least I didn't get to speak and say what I wanted well, to say. I was going to say no anyways. He was so yeah. hurt. He goes, we're going to party the night anyways. Yeah. I got reservations. reservation at Nobu. 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 Anyways. And someone's like, I can get on a, cool. on an open table and get a reservation <laughs> at Nobu right now. I went to Nobu in Las Vegas. Side, side note. We sat down at the table. They asked us, like, not even what do you want to eat? They're like, okay, how much do you want to spend tonight? That is how they started off asking what we wanted to order. Like, ideally, <laughs> how much do I can want Can you just give me the menu with the yeah. prices and yeah. then I can choose? 
Anyways, yikes. Okay, so then um, we have Shane and Natalie. Shane and Natalie. I was surprised that she said no. Why were you surprised? Because I thought she was fully in it. That cracked me up because his bachelor party when he couldn't. They went to uh, whatever stadium. Are they in Chicago? Oh yeah, so Wrigley. <laughs> and all the guys were hitting. And he was like He's a like college, college baseball yeah. player, and he didn't hit a single ball, Sorry. and he was just pissed. Yeah. And that's the night they got in a fight. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, and like his ego had been too hurt, and he was just taking it out on her. Yeah, but he told her like she was the worst thing that happened to him. Yeah. And he hated her or something like that. You not the best. You can't come back to that on your wedding, like the night before your wedding. Like you should never, ever tell your partner you hate them. Yeah, like or that's, that's a, the worst thing that happened. That's oh, that's something that's just you're not gonna get away from. No, it should never. You happen. can say like I was in the moment, but yeah, that has some. That has a lot of weight. A lot. Strong words. Yeah. So then we have Mallory and Salvador, who I thought was gonna work, and you said I said 100 no. But I was surprised that she was the one that said no. Because it felt like she was... He was the one that... Oh, he was the he one. He was the one that Okay, said yeah, yeah. No. That's right. I was surprised that that happened. Yeah, I thought if someone was going to say no, it was going to be her. Yeah. Because you were like, she's not that interested. She wasn't. But she would have said yes if you said yes. She would have said yes. But she would have because she felt obligated to. It wasn't because she loved him. Yeah. He was weird. Yeah, he was. He was strange. Was it, how was he in the reunion? Strange? Uh, he was He was actually really sweet because he was just like... Um, he had to rewatch the whole her and Jarrett... Like hitting on each other in Hawaii. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's he said, Jared was like, "Look, man, I'm sorry, that was out of line." He's like, "It happened in the past. We're fine. We're past it." Like he was nice. very forgiving and took the high road. So that's awesome. He was fine. Um, the couples that ended up with each other married were Jared and Jared and Ayana. Are they okay now? Great with the yeah. reunion. Love you, she was okay when she saw the. She said it was uncomfortable and awkward, and she didn't like it. Well, yeah. But uh, for, he said, I promise I will never, ever, ever make you feel like you're second place. Yeah. And they, they just seemed like all over each other. And, like they really were happy. Okay. For, for those who didn't see it, he was like sitting at a bar talking to a girl who, the girl who he tried to propose to before. Yes. And she said, no, I'm into this other person. Um, so he's having a conversation with her being like, that's not the guy you want to marry. Mm-hmm. That's not. And he was like being very flirty with her and be like, I would have made you so happy kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It had to be hard to watch. His his wife though, I think is like the cutest little she's thing. She's adorable. Every time she's on screen. She's so good. I want to cry every time she's on yeah. screen just because she's so freaking cute. Mm-hmm. I can't even. She's just like this tiny little you know, squeezer. And then the last couple, I don't know their names, but really anxious girl. <laughs> yeah, really, and like really goofy guy. Really goofy guy. Yeah. They're still together and they're happy. But the, the most shocking thing to come from the reunion, which didn't specifically come from the reunion, it wasn't outwardly stated, but I've seen it like on I know what you're gonna say on social media. Deep D and what's his face? Deep D and Kyle are together. Deep D and Kyle. Okay. Kyle's the one that was with Shayna. Yeah. Is he one of the ones that told her don't marry this guy? No. 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 But in the reunion they asked him, like, do you have any regrets about you and Shayna? And he said, My only regret is that I didn't propose to Deep D. <laughs> what did Shake think of that? Deep D's ex. Oh, he was like, you're welcome. Like, I facilitated that. If I would have married her, she wouldn't have been available to you. <laughs> so, just a douche. He was so douchey. If you watch the reunion, everybody hates Shake. Everybody, like, yeah. gives him crap the whole time. I saw somebody post, like, that is honestly the douchiest person from reality TV I've ever seen. He, and that yeah. is saying a lot. He was in, he wasn't, like, he was absolutely douchey during the show. Yeah. But, like, this amplified it. Was he trying to, was he playing a character? Or do you think he's genuinely he, that bad? He was just, like, things like... Uh, let's be real. Like, the goal of this show is not to is not to take a wife. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he would just say stupid things about everybody. And 
he's just watching. He's just a total d-bag about everything. And he does talk about how he needs his woman to look a certain way. And they're like, "Why are you on this show?" <laughs> Insane. Yeah. So, um, if you again, if you're looking for a reality show to binge, don't. I would say you could watch Love Is Blind. I liked season one a lot better than season two. Yeah, but season two, the people. It's still something like. If you need something like while you're cooking dinner or like a passive show, you know, like one yeah. of those ones that you just, I have a bunch of spreadsheets to do today. I yeah. need something that I'm not laser focused. I need to know the plot about. Yeah. You can put it on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Which, by the way, I always find myself like I'm working, I'm doing stuff in the kitchen. I always have like something streaming now. And I'm Me like, too. this can't be healthy. <laughs> I don't think this is normal. Just constantly have to have the noise. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess people like listen to podcasts and stuff, which is, it's essentially that. It's not like I'm sitting there like staring at a screen. Yeah. It's just um, like listening to the people and stuff. I agree. But it's. I do it when I get ready too. Yeah, same. But, it, and I'm kind of wondering, is it just like totally rewiring our brain that we don't just sit in quiet moments like we always have to have something going now for sure i mean it's our our attention span is shocked so bad like to sit and focus on like you said like a spreadsheet at work i can't sit in silence and do it like i have to have something going that i don't know just keeps my brain going instead of just sitting there quietly it's weird it is weird yeah and it kind of ties into my uh doubling down Mm -hmm. weirdest time ever oh yeah we are in world war three well not officially it's it's World War. <laughs> Did that work on it? Yeah, we we actually they're calling it World War Three. Yeah, they said yeah. Who said that? Check the internet. It says World War Three. <laughs> Look at how how do we confirm that? Because we're in World War Three. I mean, when is it like officially? This is World NATO's War III. engaged. They NATO has said we are in World War Three. Google it. We're in World War Three. <laughs> so we're in World War Three, and say that fast. Three World, times War, fast. World War Three. World War Three. We're World War Three. And I just think about the other world wars where... I just think about the other world wars. Where something would happen and then you would hear about it... In a paper. In a paper like a month later. And it was how this one person wrote about it. Like Mm -hmm. that's how the event happened. Yeah. Which is how all of our histories happened. Mm -hmm. It's the accounts from a few people that have that that, uh, platform. Right. And now... Everything's documented. You see everything. Ways. You hear everything. It's all right there at the forefront. So you have this visibility to the war that you've never had before, no. which is shocking and jarring and crazy. And I guess the beneficial part would be that it's not one person's narrative. Yeah. You have a collective narrative, so you but, can kind of get a picture of it. But it's so insane to me. When I wake up in the morning... One of the first things I do is I go on like Twitter trending uh-huh. because it's a great place to see real time what people are talking about around the world, what the news is. Yeah. And you go in there and it's like Ukraine, Putin, yeah. NATO, all the, the big ones that you'd expect. And then it's like Wordle. <laughs> yeah. Like LeBron James, all this. So it's like just kind of the weirdest time, yeah. I think, to be alive because we have all that access and all those people that you have these really serious topics, but then it's, like, also people care about what's happening in their day-to-day. And yeah. so it's... I think even, like a, like, a nuclear threat. Think of that. Yeah. Like, back in the day, a yes. nuclear threat. I know that there were, like, people had to do... Um, like, Get out of the desk. Yeah, like, what what's the word? I'm, like, a bomb drill. Yeah. Like, you had to be prepared for that. And I'm sure it was in the newspaper, like, nuclear threat and stuff. But for us now, watching all of this, it's very real, very real time. It's like, okay, Putin took over this, and now, like, this power plant is, like, 
in real time being taken over. Like, be scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and we have, um, like, push emergency notifications yeah. now. So they can say, like, missile detected. <laughs> like, duck, you know? It's not just duck. a random, like, well, I mean, what else are you going to do? But it's not like, oh, there's a flash in the sky. Like, everybody get under your desk. Yeah. Like, you have this knowledge of everything that's happening right now that you never had before. And it's it's empowering. Yeah. But it's I think it's a reason why all of us are kind of, like, in this weird state. Because you're like, okay, well, the world could end. There's pe- so many thousands of people dying in Ukraine. Yeah. It's like, I have to do my job. Right. I still have to go to my 9 to 5. I know. I just have to be like, sail on this. Yeah. So like, just like, I mean, like nothing a graduate happened. degree. Because yeah. if, if there's going to be a future at all, like, yeah. so. It's just kind of the weirdest time, I think, to ever be alive. It's also weird to have parents in Europe. Yeah, our parents are in Europe right now. Literally. They're, <laughs> they're like the safest. I was talking to somebody, and I was like, you know, at least they're in Switzerland, because Switzerland's like always neutral and then like the next day it was like Switzerland's taking a yeah. stance against Russia <laughs> like, Switzerland stop <laughs> I appreciate you but stop <laughs> stay neutral yeah but they're good they they feel safe yeah everything's good it's all it's all good but yeah I agree we are in the weirdest time I mean coming out of a pandemic into another world war whether it's official or not, um, I think these are two things that are crazy to be living through. Yes. And so, you know what? You know what your thing for today is? Give yourself grace. Yeah, give yourself grace. Take a walk, be in nature. We're all just trying to navigate this. It's a scary time. It's been a crazy few years. Like, just take a moment to just let yourself breathe. If you know what makes you happy, Go do that it. thing. Go do the thing. Do that thing. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. So spot of the week, I thought I would do Pepco Park. Look at my working hands from my car yesterday. Wow, dirt in your cracks. I really scrubbed them, but it looks like I have true working hands. Yeah, congratulations. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Okay, um, since I went to cars last night, top of mind, Pepco Park is my my spot of the week. It is a gorgeous ballpark. It's a big park. It's right in the the middle. Well, it's not really in the middle. It's kind of like on the edge of downtown yeah but it's it's a gas lamp mm-hmm. which is just a bunch of really Bumping. cool bars restaurants mm-hmm. everything so it's super walkable once you get down there mm-hmm. you're close to the water not close enough that you get a splash yeah but you close you, you see the water you see Coronado Bridge you see everything yeah when you get over there it's just a really really well done ballpark and I think besides AT&T Park it's the favorite place for me that I've seen a game that I've gone to an event yeah it's up there for me too for sure um I mean, there's not much better than, like, think of a warm summer day where you go have brunch down there, and then you go to the yard and watch a game and hang out, and then you can just walk home. Yeah. It's well, a, you can't walk home. You can't, I can't walk home. It would be a really, really long walk home. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just a beautiful ballpark, great access. You can, you can park, like, an old town and then take the trolley down yeah. to the park so you don't have to deal with bringing your car downtown or anything like that. And when I went to Petco, yes. They have a day where people bring dogs to the park, mm-hmm. which it's a dog-friendly ballpark as is, I think. There's, like, that out that lawn area that I'm pretty sure you can always have a dog there. But this one is, like, actual days. I forgot what it's called. But, um, and so I volunteered, of course, to be there that day. 
my job was to work the photo booth. <laughs> so I literally, and I didn't have to put photos or anything. I'm just there, like, being the hype man trying to get the dogs to look at me. So I spent an entire day, like, with squeaky balls. I'm like, oh, here, over here. Like, in that cute dogs and, like, trying to get their attention. It was one of the best days ever. That sounds like a great day. It was day. a great day. I would love to take Mr. Obey's body. He'd probably like it. I think this would be great. I don't think my down. dogs could do it. Nobody would scream. Nobody would scream. Whole time. Well, he's kind of chilling out a little bit. Okay. But I still think he would scream. He's Molly screaming. would be a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, Molly's young. Yeah. You gotta cut her some slack. Eh. Bodie's just enthusiast. An enthusiast. He's an enthusiast. Yeah, Petco Park. Yeah, yeah so Petco Park. If you have a chance to catch a game, you're like, I don't know. Do it. But for concerts, you wouldn't necessarily recommend. Not unless you were right up at the stage. Yeah. I just I don't think the acoustics are there. And I've never been to like a stagecoach and stuff. I don't know if that's the same case or if they're kind of speakers all the way down it, but it's just a different when you can't feel the music. Yeah. You can hear it but you can't feel it. We saw like Fallout Boy, Green Day, and well, we didn't get to see them perform, but Weezer, um, at Petco Park. And we had like the lower seating seats. But I, the stage was set up in a way that it was like it still felt pretty far away. I don't feel like I got the full concert experience that I would have liked with those people. Okay. So, yeah, yeah maybe you don't go to it for a concert. A concert. I mean, if you really like the artist and you want to go see a concert, do it. But just don't expect your full concert experience. Yeah. If you're going to a concert in San Diego, which you have to do, is that one on the water? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's like over by the place with the drinks. Um it's that way this is very specific yeah you're um, talking about uh, it's by catch kind of yes i saw a show there recently you did i saw chelsea hand there oh hmm let me see waterfront san diego concert venues head humphreys by the bay humphreys by the bay and they usually don't have like big artists there no but if you do find someone you like that's playing there that's where i would go it's a small venue yes very small intimate you get a glass of wine you're on the water you're sitting in the Little on the field. Okay, so if you're going to a concert, go to Humphreys. Uh huh. Don't. I want to go to the one <laughs> that we saw, um, Macklemore. Chula Vista. Yeah. yeah. The amphitheater. Yeah. Parking too much. Getting out is what's hard. <laughs> Same. Getting out. Parking can make an experience, and I will never <laughs> back down from that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna answer this. Sorry, Dad's calling. <laughs> Hey, you're on speaker with the Twinsler pod. Oh, really? Yeah, say hi to say hi to everybody. Uh, hi everyone. Hi all you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday week. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I I called to hear the story on the automobile. Yeah, so can I call you back in five minutes? Courtney wants me to wrap this up. Okay. Love you. <laughs> Bye. We are literally on the last topic. So. Okay, but maybe you want to talk to Dad. I didn't. You've already told the story about your car. <laughs> okay. You actually have the sling of the youth this time. Yeah. Congratulations. It's kind of my favorite one when I hear people say it. And okay, so it's bet. So what I think it is is if somebody says like you can't do something uh-huh. and you're like bet like yes I can yeah bet on it there's there's actually two ways you could use it okay so that's one it's like hey Courtney you that desk you you can't make $500 you say bet yeah and then you bet on it because I'm so sure that yeah. I absolutely can 
Um, the other way, this is from usatoday.com. Oh, wow. And it says, what slang words mean from bad to occur, shade, and woke. So, wow. It's like a really good uh, resource yeah. here. Um, they said, bet is used when you're in agreement with something. If someone makes plans and you say bet, that means you are confirming said plan. So, when you want to go grab brunch, you would say bet. I, I sure, yeah, I sure do. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. That's what it is. So you betcha or bet I don't think that's it. where it's actually no, coming I'm gonna, from. I'm going to start saying you betcha or bet. <laughs> bet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I always love when I hear people say bet. Did you get your spreadsheets done? Bet. bet. <laughs> Perfect. Was this an okay podcast episode? Bet. <laughs> The confidence right there is supreme. Um, yeah, so we're winding down this episode. You know, this is our 15th episode. Mm-hmm. Our goal is... Oh, no, no. Sorry, we have one more thing. I totally didn't even tell you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. We have our first listener question. What? Yes. I totally forgot this. What? I can't believe... I can't even believe I spaced this. I am you so sorry. Fans. I know. I know. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Hi, Twinslers. <gasps> I have a question for you, for the pod, if you deem it worthy. Oh my gosh. You know the whole... No. Oh. You know the whole birth order thing. How does that work for twins in your family, where you have an older sister? Who between you two is the middle, and who is the baby? Thanks. Love the pod. Wow. Is the fan... We'll keep it a secret? I mean, I don't know if he wants us to reveal his identity. (laughs) Okay. So, how does the birth order work? How does birth order work? Yes. Kelsey was born first. She, she's the oldest. Is child. confirmed <laughs> the oldest child. Yes. Now, if you look at our birth certificates, we have the same time. We have the exact same time because we were an emergency C-section. Yeah, I don't know if it was an emergency. emergency. No, but she did almost die. Scheduled. Yeah, well, she had an emergency during it. But yeah, we were a C-section, so it's kind of like there's one, there's one, and they put down the same time. Yes. But if you're looking at our family, no, the way we I act, technically came into the world first. I'm technically the middle child, even though <laughs> I roll. Even oh, though we have the same time, so I technically breathed air in this world before you did. But then, if you think about how we lay no. in birth order, mom, birth, then you I don't would care. Take, you would take the top baby. I don't first, care position, and then you would take the lower baby. I don't, baby I don't, second. I don't care where we're hanging. So the baby that was in the chamber would be the second one born for a C-section, but they would have been the first one born that, for a natural. These are logistics that are not a thing because who was born first? Me, born okay. first. Who was supposed to be born first? It was not the question. Exactly. Well, who was it's born first? That was me. It's relevant because naturally I was supposed to be, okay, but before you I was born before you so technically Katie is the middle child and by all personalities I she am is the middle 100% child 100% <laughs> the no, middle child no I used what are the characteristics of a middle child they are think? kind of like the wilder do their own thing kind of person it's a wild yeah I just like <laughs> I think of the time like 4th of July you like you duct taped an American flag to your head and Ubered or <laughs> rode a bird well, we don't by logistics. We don't have logistics. I was with dad. So <laughs> you don't have to um, bring up stories like that. But <laughs> that's just the first one that came to Yes, mind. I do see you as the baby. I see yes. I do see that a lot of things are shared with me and like I just feel like you're my little sister sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think you take control a lot more yes. out of the two of us. Yes. Where I'm kind of 
I'll take the back seat behind you because I just I just don't like to um, like muddy the water and stuff. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're so there's this way too, but I think I'm even more so. And people are like, "What do you want to do?" You're like, "I don't care. I'll do whatever." Yeah, I'm very much like I, if you have a preference, like let's go. With well, it. I think I think we're both like that a lot. Yeah, but I, I think. But I, think I mean, the, I, I think the muddy the waters comment was probably good because I feel like within our family or, or something, I'm not afraid so much to like say something that may ruffle feathers. Where yeah, you, I'm more of a peacekeeper. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not like okay. This makes me sound like no, not great. No, no, no. You're not. You're not <laughs> chaos. It's like you're not mean or anything. I'm more just like let's just chill, guys. <laughs> you're more like I have this thing going on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. It isn't a bad thing at all. It's a great, it's a very healthy characteristic. Yeah. So, yeah, birth order. Birth order. I would say. The middle, Katie is the middle child. And the middle child. I am the baby of the family. 100% you are the baby of the family. And the baby's having the baby. The baby having the baby. Yeah, which we didn't see coming. Well, we saw. I mean, you were planning, but yes. we didn't think that you would be the first one to have a baby. But here we are. He's coming. Here we are. Coming down the mountain when he comes. <laughs> So, as I was saying before, it was amazing, wasn't her question. I mean, if you, you ever have a listener question. Okay, thank you so much for the question. Yeah, if you I ever have it. a listener question, please. Keep them coming. Write it. Um, I believe this was submitted on Instagram, but if you know us personally, feel free to text us. Whatever. Whatever way you want to communicate Mom, with us. like, just officially send it in so yeah. we can read it on the pod. So, we agreed that we were going to do this one for at least 20 episodes. 25. Was it 25? Okay. Yeah. It was 20 was when we were going to get a microphone. I thought 15 we were going to get microphones. I was actually excited to announce today that I get a microphone, (laughs) but we can wait until 20. (laughs) Anyways, so this first podcast, thank you everybody for sticking with us, I think is more of Katie and Courtney are learning how to podcast. Yes. It's obviously a lot of us just talking about kind of pop culture things that we like to talk about, sports, everyday life, just things that maybe like our friends will care about. Yeah. We think we want to move, if we're ever going to move into a bigger podcast. Yeah. We would need a niche. We need to find a niche. So if you ever have a niche suggestion that you think would be interesting to hear a us niche talk about. suggestion out there. What, do I have a speech impediment today? <laughs> no, I was trying to make it say any. A niche suggestion. It was a play on words. Mm-hmm. If anybody has any suggestions. <laughs> I don't get what you're trying to say. <laughs> niche. 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 Oh. Suggestion. <laughs> I you were just funny. Okay, she's putting niche into the word <laughs> suggestions. And niche suggestions. Yes. Okay. okay. I, get, I hear it now. I hear it now. So yeah, if you've ever suggested about what you think would be cool for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't do murder probably. As interested as we are. I don't want to talk about murder. I don't want to talk about murder. I want something happy and fun. Yeah. So. And, yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It, yeah. If you ever if you ever think of something, feel free to suggest it at any time. We'll find it. We appreciate everybody that listens to us right now and is along for the journey. And if you ever have anything you want to hear about, we'll write it in. Yeah. We're happy to talk about it. For sure. And uh, we hope you have a great week. Have a great week. We'll, we'll be here next week. We will so, be. Yes. Our cadence is now normal. I keep telling people the only trip I have planned is to the hospital. Oh, that's nice. So, that's not me. Yeah. You You're going someplace in two weeks. To LA. <laughs> okay, anyways. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great week. And Stay safe. Thanks give, for sticking with us. Give yourself grace. Give yourself some grace. <laughs>